0: This is the Sergio Rodriguez Show.
1: Welcome everybody to the Sergio Rodriguez Show, a show unlike any other. Today, week 17 of the NFL. Always an exciting time as you get down to the end of the season. Getting ready now for what is going to be the last week coming up in the league. And a week that's going to set up. Well, it's going to obviously determine the final playoff matchups going in. There's a couple of spots in the NFC, in the AFC up for grabs. One in the NFC, will it be the 49ers or the Saints? And actually joining me today uh, will be Dujanae Bland, who is... An insider for the New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna bring him on. I thought it would it would be a good um I thought it would be a good thing to bring him in as a Saints reporter, seeing as they have this uh this opportunity to get into the playoffs. A crazy season for the Saints. They've lost their quarterback. If you want to call Jameis Winston a quarterback early on, they've been playing with Taysom Hill. They've they have it has been a mess down there, but Nonetheless, they're sitting at 8-8 with an opportunity to make the playoffs. Do Janae Bland, obviously the host of the Breakdown podcast, and he's been on this show before. Good dude, guy that knows uh, not only the Saints, but knows his way around the league. In the AFC, the interesting thing is that there are multiple teams who are alive, and You know a lot of different scenarios that 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 can that can fall in. Obviously, ironically, one of the one of the weirdest ones has the Patriots right now sitting as the five seed, but they could also finish as the one seed in the league in the AFC, which is weird because everyone is at everyone in front of them is either at ten wins like them, or the Titans and the Chiefs at eleven. That Chiefs loss last week gave them an opportunity now to have a shot at the number one. The funny thing is that the Bills are ten and six, but they can and and in first place in the AFC East, but they cannot be the one seed. So that I thought that was really interesting. And then obviously the two remaining spots, uh, the Colts, the Chargers, the Raiders, even the Steelers have a shot. So it's a little going to be a little crazy there. Um, gonna do a little bit something different because I don't want to spend too much time on last week's scores in games that really don't matter because I do want to bring on Dujanae so I'm gonna read the commercial spots then I'm gonna go over some of the scores from last week give you some points that I thought were important and then we'll bring Dujanae on and cover the playoff breakdown a couple of things that did happen last week but more importantly look ahead to week 18 and the playoffs fairfield physical therapy center located in fairfield commons g106 is owned and operated by justin solitoff who has over 20 years of experience in the field of orthopedic physical therapy call justin at 973-276-1313 and stop living with pain and discomfort Epic Car Service, recognized as the number one car service in New York City by medical transportation standards. Located in the Bronx, New York, Epic will make your commute a safe and comfortable experience. Call Epic at 718-401-3742 or 844-666-6278. Lucimer Auto Body located at 27 Austin Street in North provides top of the line service to make your collision experience as smooth as possible. Go to lucimer.com or call them at 973-824-0113 and tell Paul that Sergio sent you. Lucimer Autobodies. Last week uh, Where do we begin here? Okay, let's go around the league here. Cowboys, uh, Cardinals 25-22 over the Cowboys. Cowboys lost an opportunity to be the one seed. Now it almost seems like that game is going to be a rematch in the first round of the playoffs. Bills 29-15 to over the Falcons. The Bills got the job done. That's probably all that you can ask for. In that game, I thought it would be a bigger blowout. The Falcons hung around for a little bit, uh, but they got the job done, and now the Bills have fate in their own hands. The Bears, 29-3 over the Giants. The Giants are terrible. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And, 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 you know, the funny thing is that every week we have to hear Joe Judge tell us how things are getting better and how there's stability in his program. Yeah. The Bengals, 34-31 to over the Chiefs. The arrival of Joe Burrow. If you didn't believe in Joe Burrow before that game, you best believe now. Joe Burrow proved that he is going to be one of the top three quarterbacks in this league for the next 10 years. Jamar Chase also had a monster game. The Chiefs missed a phenomenal opportunity to have the AFC go through Arrowhead. The Titans, 34-3 to over the Dolphins. Look, we knew that the Dolphins were feeding on a weak schedule. It's the NFL, so you got to give them credit for winning the seven games in a row because you still got to win the games at the end of the day. But they get exposed against a team like the Titans who is not even healthy. And on top of that, They came out and had a type of performance where, I mean, how can I even explain this? Watching the game, it wasn't like statistically speaking, the Dolphins got dominated, right? From no aspect, whether you go through penalties, yardage, okay, maybe the rushing yards were really lopsided, right? It was 198 to 74 I mean, neither team passed for 200. And both teams, there was a 50-yard disparity in total yardage. They both ran 59 plays. One had 17 first downs. The other one had 16 first downs. You know, this came down to the two turnovers, which Miami had. But you never felt Miami was going to win this game. And that's the thing that when you have a quarterback like Tua, you I, I just when I watch them, I never feel they're going to win those games. They would need three turnovers and a, and a punt return for a touchdown. You know, a special team score. The bang, the the Dolphins just listen. I had someone send me. A, it was Dan DeMarco, who's a big Dolphins fan, who I speak about on my show all the time. Sent me a a meme comparing Tua and Kyler Murray uh, their first 16 games and how Tua fared uh, in, in a lot of instances better statistically. And my point to him after the game the other day was Arizona is not looking for a quarterback and Tua will be replaced in two seconds if Deshaun Watson is available. Or, I'll be honest with you. If they can get their hands on any other quarterback, they would make a move in a second. The Raiders, with an impressive win at Indianapolis, twenty-three to twenty, to keep their hopes alive, give the Raiders a lot of credit. That season's been crazy there, and they found a way to get to the last game of the season still alive. The Colts blew an opportunity to control their own destiny. The Patriots uh or when i say control their own destiny i'm talking about actually really put a a a a a dent into the into the playoff situation because i believe if they if they win they're in anyway but the, the what i'm talking about is in reference to being a 10 win team going in there controlling who you're going to play in that first round okay now you're at the mercy of certain tiebreakers affecting you. Let me see. I'm going to have to check on that because I have the the playoff scenarios written down here. I got to see how it works out for, for the Colts when we get going with Dujanay. The Raiders, like I said, give themselves an opportunity now to get in with a win and some help. Uh, the Patriots, 50-10 to 10 over the Jaguars, nothing much there the buccaneers 28 to 24 over the jets the Bucs do not look sharp and they stole that game the jets have a fourth and two call two plays in the huddle one of them is a quarterback sneak and then get on the and then the coach gets on the uh, on the mic after the game and says that there was a miscommunication what's the miscommunication who the hell runs a quarterback sneak with 2 yards to go the eagles 20 to 16 over washington Locked themselves a playoff spot. I told you three weeks ago, four weeks ago, the Eagles would get that spot, and they did. The Rams, 20-19 over the Ravens. The Ravens are out. I told you they were frauds the whole year. I don't want to hear nothing about Lamar Jackson. They were frauds with him, too. The Chargers, 34-13 over the Broncos. Big win for the Chargers. They control their own destiny now, and they have a big game with the Raiders on Sunday night. The Texans, the 49ers, 23 to seven over the Texans. It was a game for about a half. The 49ers pulled away. And now the 49ers win and they're in, lose and hope the Saints lose to get in. The Saints, 18 to 10 over the Panthers, took care of business. The Seahawks, 51, 29 over the Lions. Game meant nothing. The Packers, 37 to 10 over the Vikings. That should be the last game Zimmer coaches against the Packers as the head coach of Minnesota and on Monday night the Steelers kept themselves alive with a 26 to 14 win over the Browns. You know, before I bring DuGene on, let me let me go through the scenario for the Colts. Okay, so for the Colts here. Okay, the Colts are the number 6 seed in the conference right now. Uh, The Colts can clinch a playoff berth with a victory against the Jaguars. So we we were correct with that. They do have to control their own destiny, but they're still in that six, seven spot. OK, who is the other team that we wanted to look at the Steelers? Okay. let's look at the Steelers. They can clinch a playoff berth with a week 18 win plus a Colts loss. Obviously, we spoke about the NFC and we're going to speak with that more with Dujanae when we bring them on in a second. The Raiders are the other team here. The Raiders are currently the seventh seed and they can clinch a playoff berth with one of the following, a win versus the Chargers, a Steelers loss plus a Colts loss. And then the Chargers obviously clinch playoff spot with a win over the Raiders. So one of those two teams, obviously, is going to be out. And joining me right now, NFL New Orleans Saints reporter, host of The Breakdown, my man, Dujanae Bland. Dujanae, how are you?
0: I'm doing good, man. How about yourself?
1: Can't complain. You know, I was talking about I was talking about how you were the perfect person to bring on today. We we, we had you on before the season started and we spoke about the Saints uh, quarterback situation, or in my opinion, lack thereof. And, yeah. and, you know, I have to give this squad credit. I got to give Sean Payton, who I've always considered to be a top three head coach in this league. I got to give him credit because... Forget about the fact that I don't believe Jameis Winston's the kind of guy who you want under center just because he's mistake-prone. At the end right. of the day, he was their starting quarterback. They lose him. When they lose him, Hill still was not healthy, if I'm not mistaken. And they he had wasn't to, 100%. Correct. And they had to piece together at least four or five games this year They've had to piece together. I mean, we saw the debacle that was a couple of weeks ago against the Dolphins. But yet, here they lie with a situation where if they win and get help from the Rams, which is very possible, right? It's not like the the 49ers are playing Houston again. If they win, they have a great shot to get in. Speak to me about the Saints season and you know how it's arrived at this situation and what you think has been the the uh I'm going to say the headline in 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 a season that's been a little wild for the Rams uh for the Saints
0: I mean it really does speak to Sean Payton's ability um to coach and to be able to coach under adversity um you know this this team without Jameis, I thought it did a pretty decent job. I mean, Jameis isn't 100% trustworthy, but, um, you know, it, it was pretty bad when they had to go uh, deep into the pocket there and put in Book, uh, who definitely was not – I mean, he wasn't ready, and they he, he even knew he wasn't ready Book, for that. But Book, they had to do what they had to do.
1: Book was like a chapter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a funny guy, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, he, he he really was. I mean, <laughs> uh, maybe even a paragraph, you know. Um, it was bad. Um, and, and for Taysom Hill to be able to come in and for him to be able to manage the offense the way, uh, you know, for mainly for Sean Payton to be able to utilize his skills the way that they need to be done, for him to have success. Not try to paint him into a hole and try to make him be some kind of pocket passer and some kind of Drew Brees-like, like quarterback just do what he does best. Uh they're in a position now to be able to to you know squeak in and try to get into the playoffs here. Um it's pretty remarkable considering how other teams have have dealt with adversity around them uh and, had, and hadn't really handled it, you know, as as good as they had with with uh really what has been helpful for them which other teams have not had is uh, a really stout defense that has really stepped into the plate especially in the front seven, um, and been more consistent than not.
1: What kind of shot do you give them on the road against Atlanta?
0: It, it, it's hard to say because it's, it's, a, it's a division game. It's one of these games where you really don't um, – you're really not sure what to expect. You, know, you see the Matt Ryan running for touchdowns, and he's doing uncharacteristic things. Uh, for his young football team, uh, they're playing pretty well considering the circumstances that they're they in. Are. They are.
1: I've said all along this year, I gave them a lot of credit last week during my show. I thought they would go into Buffalo and get smoked. but Me too. They really have the entire season competed, kept themselves alive until week 16. And to be fair, they did go into New Orleans when when the Saints were five and two and, you know, and beat the Saints. And and listen, I know the I think Simeon played that game, but he played well, if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken here, when like he was the reason why they lost that game. So, no. yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but I could I mean, they're favorite in the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see the Saints squeaking in. Yeah. Um, the thing that they have for them is that you know you have you have your your uh, your guy the guy that they like to go to and and is the guy who's pretty much carrying and really been the catalyst of the offense, uh, Alvin Kamara in here. But you've got the receivers that have stepped up. I think with the the ability of uh, you know Taysom being able to run the ball as well, he's a physical runner. Um, you know, gives them the ability to kind of get the linebackers to suck up a little bit kind of get your safeties looking and peeking in the backfield to make sure, uh, he, you know, he's not scampering off for 10 or 12 yards. Um, it, they, they definitely have a shot to win. Um, you know, that stadium is not a lock as far as, you know, home field advantage for, for the Falcons. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that they don't have any chance um, because, you know, they put themselves in this position. Uh, they just got to go out and play the way they've been playing. Um, it'll look good in the last quarter of the season if they do win, because that means they've gone two and two uh, in, the, in the, I think, or is it three and two in the last quarter of the season if they do that? Uh, you know, either way, um, you not only do that, you go into the playoffs. So um, I think they, everyone understands uh, what's at stake and what's on the line here. Uh, you know, does it make a difference if they make the playoffs? Uh, will they go anywhere? You know, that, that's probably, you know, not likely. But at the end of the day, it sure does look good and doesn't look like a losing season. Uh, fans are happy about a playoff, uh, uh, you know, about a playoff appearance as well. And uh, for a season with quarterback after quarterback after quarterback and basically uh, Sean Payton playing Tetris uh, at the helm, um, pretty, pretty remarkable uh, given the circumstances they've been through uh, all season long.
1: I was thinking about this last night when I was writing some things down, preparing to have you on the show. Do you think that Sean Payton has one foot out the door? Now, look, let me explain what I mean. I think if he had his opportunity, so let's say the entire NFL, no team has a coach. We're going to start from scratch and Sean Payton has his first pick. Of any team, I think we all know it would be Dallas a thousand percent. I think that's always been his dream job. It's an open secret in the NFL; everyone knows that. And 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 the Jones family would welcome him with open arms. But absolutely. But Sean Payton's a real smart guy, and I think that how I don't know how how many seasons. How many more seasons he's gonna coach in New Orleans, struggling to win eight to ten games, proving that he's a good coach with this type of quarterback play? Because no one else is coming. I mean, they're yeah. just. A, it's not like you're gonna go out there and find the quarterback. I mean, outside of of being able to make a trade for a Deshaun Watson, it, it, who brings a whole other set of issues, right? You're going to have to piece this together with essentially the 22nd to 32nd best quarterback in the league. Does he say to himself, man, I can leave now? I'm leaving the hero here. I brought them a championship. I could go somewhere else now. And. Try this again where I might have a shot, i.e., New York, where he coached. Does he come to the Giants? They don't have a quarterback, but they do have a lot of draft picks and low expectations.
0: You you, can get, at least you can get a quarterback.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you have a better chance of getting Russell Wilson there than you do in New Orleans, in my opinion. Now, if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm not coming to New York because, and plus two, I think Russell Wilson's a little bit close to done right now. He's just not as sharp as as he was even early last year. But I guess the yeah. question is, do you think Sean Payton's got his eye somewhere else?
0: Oh, man, I, I don't get that feeling. But, I mean, you make a good point. Um, I, I, do, I have always thought that about Sean. Uh, Sean has done more than enough for the city of New Orleans, uh, for this family. Uh, And for this team, uh, basically, a lot of times putting together teams, um, you know, basically on, you know, on on a beer budget uh, constantly. Um, And they haven't really spent the money uh, necessary on offense that he would like. Um, I mean, could you imagine if the Saints had half of what they have in Dallas as far as offensive talent, um, what Sean Payton could do with that? I mean, just just pull a few wide receivers off of that team, uh, give him the quarterback, and and you can keep. They obviously they have a running back.
1: You don't um, even you know. need – if you had forget about Lamb and Cooper. If you right. give if you give him now with the Saints, Wilson and Gallup, who by yes. the way is up for the year, you have, you give him those two guys in New Orleans. It's a problem. It's a problem. And they just haven't
0: gone out and gotten those guys for him. That's that's been the issue. And it's it it has been one of these things in New Orleans where one year it's one year it's the the offense is great, the defense isn't great, and then 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 it's the opposite, and then it's it's kind of mediocre. You know, you know it's not consistent on defense. It's always been something, and he's always having to pull a rabbit out of the hat to make this thing work. Um, you know. If there's a job that – because like you said, Sean Payton's smart. He's not going anywhere where there's going to be uh, trouble. I, I know as much as he would love to coach Dallas, I think he also knows that the Joneses can't keep uh, their nose out of the, out of the, the football business, and uh, that that isn't going to work for him.
1: You know what's funny? Uh, I could see him coaching for Steve. I don't see him going there as long as Jerry – is still so maybe in five years you know I mean well Sean is yeah. getting to the you know he's closer to the end than he is the beginning but Sean's still pretty young he could still right he could still coach but I could see him coaching for the son not the father I agree with you
0: right I just think it's too much um, boy that would be a, a excellent upgrade for Dallas because I feel like you Dallas would be an excellent has, uh, upgrade for Dallas <laughs> yeah because I think they got Jake Ruden 2.0 at, at coach um, That that's just that's just my opinion, that's the reason why they're struggling, but um, I could definitely see that though. Um, I, do I think it happens? I, I think I think he's really cemented here. His family's really cemented here in the community. Uh, they do so much for this city. Um, I could I, although it all sounds good and and you know, and he probably has lamented over those things, i don't I don't see him making a move at all. I think he finished his career right here in new Orleans. And whenever he decides that he gets tired of, uh, or maybe things just aren't going to work out. And he sees that, uh, down the road where, uh, these are just not enough pieces for him to be able to have success, uh, and not, you know, look God awful as a coach. Uh, I think he'll, he'll retire
1: then. Take me around the NFC here. The Packers are going to be the one seed. Do you expect them to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, what do you see? What do you see with the Packers?
0: The way that, I, and and I'm 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 not a Aaron Rodgers fan now, but um, now because he like, didn't get
1: vaccinated, or now just nah, in just because just he's just a,
0: a liar. <laughs> I don't like liars. I don't like liars, and then people who don't you want know it. I don't like it.
1: You know what, dude, Janae, You bring up a great point because you're one of these guys that's you know, that has votes and is always in this stuff. There was a story last night about a Chicago reporter whose name escapes me right now, who says he didn't even put Aaron Rodgers on the ballot because he's not a nice guy. Like, because he heard his dumb. name. Is that stupid or what? That's dumb. That That's
0: dumb. I mean, look, you, you. our job is to, you know, I don't have to like a guy, but at the end of the day, when I look at his play, I mean, you can't not not put him on. I mean, who else are you putting above him at MVP or what they've done with this football team uh, at times when he's been injured or not injured or whatever the case may be? Uh, you know, he, he's I, – I don't I, – it's very difficult to have to go to Lambeau. And if we're going to have an actual winter and it's going to be cold there, I mean, other than Tom Brady, which I, I've repeatedly throughout the year, talked about this team last year being a wild card team and they play like a wild card team but at the end of the day they still have Tom Brady and if you don't close them out old Tom Terrific goes out and they play for him and they win ball games at the end if you're gonna leave the door
1: cracked it's just that simple you want me to give you a little nugget on Green Bay yes they're only 7 and 6 their last 13 games at home that's shocking that is shocking and and, and because i would have never guessed that because they are they are a team that we always um judge you know when we speak about them in terms of uh how good they are at home Right, you know, but but the. I can tell you this: in the playoffs, in the playoffs, um, if if you look at their 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 games, seven and six. From that's a losing record. Yeah, (laughs) you know, for them that's a losing record. Because you're right. Because, uh, and I was looking at that. There, you know, and again. I, I, you don't expect that from them uh, uh, you know in the playoffs but they're 7 and 6 in in the yeah. playoffs there their last 13 games is weird you know uh for me it is weird you know the rams if got a shot the bucks have a shot you know i don't rams. know man the bucks they they don't look sharp i just even saw them this week against the jets I, that was bad that was that was bad and if the jets don't call a quarterback sneak on fourth and 2 <laughs> Yeah, come and on. And then Syria, man. And then their coach wants to tell me that there was a miscommunication, bro. You just called the timeout. You called <laughs> two plays. You call two plays, and and you thought that and, and you ask your rookie quarterback to decipher one of the two, but one of the two you give him is a quarterback sneak to get two yards. Like, stop. Don't put come that on man. the kid. Don't
0: put that on the yeah, kid. Yeah, that's messed up. That you ain't know? that ain't gonna cut it, coach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Rams. The Rams should be the two seed. The Cowboys should be the four Arizona Cowboy matchup. I think the second time through now in three weeks, the Cowboys will get him. Dak Prescott just was not sharp. He has not been sharp since the injury. You know, we're getting the Dak Prescott that I always had an issue with. The guy who was good enough to be better than 80% of the quarterbacks in this league. But I've always said this to Janae. Dak, Watson, Stafford. The worst kind of quarterbacks to have because you have to keep them. You have to pay them because they're going to be better than everybody else outside of Rodgers, Brady, Burrow, right? right? They're not those three or four guys. Right. But they're the next five, six, seven. But they're not good enough to cover up mistakes and they have too many peaks and valleys during the season and during games a lot of empty they calorie do. stats a lot of empty calorie stats from those three guys over their careers
0: oh i agree with you on that that yes that that is that is romo 2.02 cuz he's not even as good offense, as romo
1: believe it or not because the no, one thing and, romo was was very accurate
0: he was um i i'm i'm putting a, i'm putting i'm gonna put 50% on on Dak, and I'm going to put 50% on Kellen Moore. Okay. Uh, the way this offense has been called, uh, you look at the Arizona game, this is, this is the same stuff I have been talking about this all season long. Everybody wants to look at the two games they played Washington. It, it mean, come on. I, I don't want to hear about and it's no excuses, but I don't want to hear about you playing teams that got half past half the, the 53-man wide roster. More than half is on COVID. I don't want to hear about that. Like you,
1: any, you should be doing that. Did you but know, when they
0: get up against teams,
1: yeah. No, no, I don't mean to cut you off, but let's be honest. Everyone, you, you're six and zero to start. Essentially, you're six and zero or five and one to start the season. As long as Hurts, yes. Daniel Jones, and Heineke are quarterbacking in that same division, you win. They're they're basically playing with COVID <laughs> anyway. I mean, like stop. Yeah. those are COVID teams at full strength. Yes, you because those are because I'm sorry.
0: Haney is a is a solid backup. He's a guy that that's your backup quarterback all day long, but he is not your starter. Um, I don't I don't want to give on Jalen just yet. Um, I, I but he's got some bad bad tendencies. But I, this offense just Dallas's offense just continues to do the most obscure things at the wrong time. We're throwing we're, we're set up in. Trips right, and we're throwing a wide receiver screen when the offense is moving quite well. Uh, you, you think that you're Tom Brady's Patriots. You're passing the ball around like you're Aaron Rodgers. You don't run the football very well. You got two capable backs. Uh, I, you know, I get it. Zeke's got a little knee thing, but Pollard is, is a very capable back that can destroy defenses uh, if utilized properly. He, he hits the hole very well, has very good vision, and you couple those two, you can wear guys down, uh, and it makes your offensive line look bad. There, in turn, puts Dak in, in positions that he's not good at, and when you play to your opponent, when you play to your your quarterback's least strength, he's going to make mistakes and he's going to look bad. Should Dak be making some of the throws that he's making off schedule, and you know daggone well? I mean, me and you know not to make that throw. No, he shouldn't. But at the end of the day. I mean, Kellen Moore putting guys in position, and, he, and I'm, I'm seeing him being looked at for coaching jobs? Like, I don't think so. I mean, he's not even close to being – I mean, he's not even – I don't even want to even hear him mentioned in the Sean McVay talking realm at all. It, it, the, the offense is the way it is because it's on him. And it doesn't help that his head coach doesn't have a clue about managing any type of clock management or game management Nothing. It's the reason why he wasn't coaching in Green Bay anymore. And it's the reason why he shouldn't be coaching. You're seeing it on display. And if you go around and you ask Cow- Cowboys fans that know something, they're saying the exact same thing. Like me. They love to have a Sean Payton. <laughs> because that, I'll pay that's i I'll, 2.0 I'll contribute, all day long. I'll
1: contribute, my, <laughs> I'll contribute funds to have Sean Payton. But you know what it is?
0: that's awful.
1: Yeah. Dude, you know what it is though, it's such an offensive league, Moore's going to get a job. I mean, first of all, yep. look at look at the 49ers. I know everybody loves their coach. The guy's under 500 for his career. He he made the one run to the Super Bowl and now he's been anointed some prince of of coaching. Guy's under 500.
0: Cuz he's a Shanahan. But Kyle ain't done nothing either. Ask the Washington fan. Ask an Atlanta fan for that matter. Uh wasn't that 23 to 3 under Kyle? <laughs> Wasn't that on the cow? Oh yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean I, it's, I don't uh, understand it either. I really don't. I don't understand the love, but he's a Shanahan, so So you know, they kinda get that
1: special treatment. Correct. Who do you like coming out? So who do you like coming out of the NFC? Oh
0: man, I I'm gonna ride with uh my guy Sean McVeigh. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, I think they get it together. I've been, I'm going to tell you straight up, I do not trust Matthew Stafford as far as I can reach out and touch him. Um, I, I, I don't trust him, but I'm going with the Rams. I think they went all in. Um, I think they're starting to get their foot in here, and uh, they they have a really good opportunity. The other teams, the Cowboys and the Cowboys, like you said, the Bucks just aren't what they were. Uh, they're actually a step behind what they were last year. And the Cardinals, it's coaching. It's a young coach and a young quarterback. Um, I just think it's a great season. They just got some growing to do and, um, you know, they, they're just not ready for that stage just yet. And the I, Eagles, they walked in here and fell into have, Yeah, the uh, Eagles, they,
1: look at the last six quarterbacks the Eagles have played. Stop. Like they're, they're, yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're just like the Dolphins were on that run. The, exactly. The one thing I will tell you, and I said this to my friends the other day, we were just discussing it on a group chat, is that Stafford's got to, the only way the Stafford trade for golf makes sense or works is if they win the Super Bowl. You know, say what no, you I'm want. Right. Goff took them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got that right. You sure did. Triangle Link. Triangle Inc. is the leading manufacturer in the screen printing industry, delivering the finest inks for over 35 years. Check them out at trianglelink.com or call them at 1 800 524 1592. Paramus Driving School. Safety and professionalism begins with Paramus Driving School. Serving the North Jersey area like no other. Contact them today at com or call them at 201-986-8300. Verona Wine Cellars, located on 360 Bloomfield Avenue in Verona, New Jersey, provides top-of-the-line alcohol, especially wines, for any occasion and any price range. Stop in and tell my guy, Art Pete Patel, that Sergio Rodriguez sent you. Verona wine cellars. Take me over to the NFC here. Wide open. I think this league is going to be, this conference is going to be wide open for the next five or 10 years. The Titans have had more rostered players than any team in the history of the NFL. And have still managed <laughs> to get to 11 wins. Phenomenal job. Chiefs lost a great opportunity to, to have everything go through their home field. The Bengals, Joe Burrow is a grown man. The, he is. The Bills, right at the ship, still, in my opinion, the most dangerous team here. The Patriots, 10-6, and six, the five seed, but still have a shot to be the one in a weird uh, dichotomy there. Colts, Chargers, yeah. Raiders, and Steelers still alive. Speak to me about the AFC.
0: This thing is wide, like you said. It's wide open. Um, I don't think I don't think there's any team, even in the top five, that you look at and say that team is a definite shoe in for the Super Bowl. Um, I think it's going to come down to every week. I I really have been wanting to see Buffalo and that city finally get something that they have been clamoring for for years. Um, they have everything in place right now. They it it's just week to week you just don't know what you're you're going to get from them um and obviously they you know within their division within the the AFC they they face a lot of tough opponents but um you know it's going to be a fun fun ride over here versus the AFC versus the NFC the AFC is going to be fun to watch um i it would be amazing if the raiders got in somehow but the chargers are fun to watch uh, the Colts are, are. I mean, who would ever well, thought the Chargers are fun the because they the have season,
1: the Chargers have a quarterback that could win yes. anywhere by himself. Anywhere, I mean, the guy is just amazing
0: uh, with the football, and that's not talking about that's not talking about his ability to to you know get in and get plays with his legs. That's just on pure just throwing from the pocket, just with his arm. That arm talent is just amazing. What he does um and it's fun to watch um it, i i am excited i'm more excited about the afc than i am about the nfc and just think there's a possibility that henry could be back for the playoffs
1: <laughs> i have a buddy Whoa. i have a, a cousin of mine who traded last year traded in a keeper fantasy league derek henry for Michael Thomas. Uh, <laughs> for Michael Thomas and I think the next best thing he got was the Ravens defense. He got a defense in fantasy for I I, I saw uh, that the set Henry Henry's still like sixth in the league in rushing. <laughs> He's missed like half the league half the season. Yeah, he had he hadn't seen Thomas in a while. <laughs> 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 you, know, That's bad. you know, the Bengals the, uh, the terrible. Ter- I almost threw them out of the league for that. You know, the Bengals <laughs> the Bengals are are a team that because you made a good point earlier in talking about Green Bay with the weather. The Bengals and the and the Bills. Although the Bills ironically for a cold weather team always have the ball in the quarterback's hands. The Bengals, on a day where they can throw it, Burrow can throw for 350. But if they need to run it, Mixon can get the job done. They are probably the best-equipped, most balanced team out of the teams that's going to get into the playoffs.
0: As long as Zach Taylor can stay out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Lately, he's been staying out of the way. I mean, I'm going to give him his credit. He, He got him. Got him to the playoffs. I'm happy for that. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy and I'm sad because that means that Bengals fans got to keep this guy around. I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of his uh, as a coach. I just think there's something missing with that. But if he can stay out of the way and let Burrow be Burrow and, and let this offense do its thing by running the football, being balanced, um, and when they have to, when they have to lean on Joe, um, they can do that. That's the thing. A lot of teams don't have that ability to be able to lean on their quarterback and then they have a guy in jamar Chase that i mean just put it in his vicinity, put it in the zip code and and he's gonna come down with the mail so um you know it's it's a great combination and they can go toe for toe with anybody that you list in this afc offensively um even when it you know, there's times where they've been way behind and made a game out of it. Um, I think those two, the Bills uh, and Bengals, probably are the two toughest teams in, in the fact that uh, when when you get up on them, you you have to play a 60-minute ball game because they will not go away. Uh, they do not stop fighting. And uh, if you give them any glimmer of hope, uh, you'll, you'll find yourself in a ball game fighting – uh, you know, fighting to win a, a one-point game real quickly.
1: Give me a representative from the AFC.
0: I'm going with Joe Burrow. Same thing. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm going with Joe Burrow and then Cincinnati Bengals. Me too. I, I, something about it, man. Um, they're playing with a lot of swag. Uh, the team is – they're playing like a team, It's it, like in the NBA. It's that, that – that deep-seated team that you really don't want to have to play in the first round, uh, I think they're catching fire at the right time. Um, Joe's playing well. Uh, the offense is clicking. Defense is playing with an attitude. Uh, and cl- just as a unit, just the whole team together is just understanding what the assignment is, and they're executing it uh, quite well. Um,
1: I and, agree with uh, you. Without I think are going to be tough. Without looking at any matchups, right? Because that affects it too, right? Like, I think... Right. You know, I think for the Bengals, right, there are certain matchups that could get them. Um right. but without looking at just right now with everything up in the air, I'm I'm going Bengals too. Stance yeah. Stance Sports Center is your local full service authorized team dealer for all of your favorite sports brands. Family owned and operated, Stans has probably supplied apparel. Uniforms, equipment, varsity jackets, and much more for the entire tri-state area since 1946. That was the year you were born, right, Dujanae? Find find them online at StansportCTR.com and contact them today for your sporting goods needs. Stansport Center is the official sponsor of the Sergio Rodriguez portion uh, gambling portion of the show during I'm going to go a couple I'm going to throw a couple of lines here as we end up here finish up here 5 minutes here just some of the games that will matter for the league this weekend or that have some type of ramifications uh Saturday two games Dallas is a 7 point favorite on the road with Philadelphia game really means nothing to anybody other than playoff positioning but I still believe that Dallas is locked into the four. Um, Philly, I guess, could move up depending on what happens with the Niners. Uh, Kansas City plays Denver also. They're a big favorite, so they both have to play, but nothing there. There's a couple of games that I do want to check into. Green Bay-Detroit means nothing. Minnesota-Chicago means nothing. New England-Miami means nothing. Indy-Jacksonville, Jets-Buffalo. Let's get to the ones that matter here. Okay. New Orleans is a four and a half point favorite. The totals 40 at Atlanta. What happens?
0: I think four, given Atlanta, their normal home field, you know, they, 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 they might as well just put that three. Um, I think that the saints can win by more than three. I'd take them. I'd take the over on that. That's, you know, I see it at, at least a seven-point lead okay, uh, or, or better
1: Okay, for the Saints. Okay. Pittsburgh is in a situation where they need to win and need help, but they're a big underdog in Baltimore. I'm surprised Baltimore's that big of a favorite. They're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I thought too. the Ravens were a bunch of frauds the whole year, and I don't want to hear that Lamar Jackson got hurt. They were frauds with him, too, escaping, having – more luck than anybody else. Mm But Pittsburgh's been terribly inconsistent too. Will this be the last game in the career of Ben Roethlisberger?
0: I'm going to say yes. I think Hundley has been pretty decent. Um, I think if it wasn't for Najee Harris being able to run that ball the way he did in the end, I mean, look at how many points they put up. I mean, that's just not, that's not going to beat half the teams in the league, that can't even beat the Jets. So uh, I don't see that beating the Ravens at all. And I think the five points is just giving the Ravens the respect of, you know, being at home. That That's pretty much it. Uh, they haven't been consistent either, but they, they, they can put – they have proven they can put up way more points than Pittsburgh. I think it's, it, it's, it's sad. I'm not that big of a Ben Roethlisberger fan either. But uh, it's it's, uh, it's he, he got his nice send off at home. This one's going to be an L.
1: There is no way Indianapolis, as a fifteen and a half point favorite, loses to Jacksonville. Correct?
0: No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't <laughs> at all. I mean, if that happens, they just might as well just pack that whole team up and and, and rename the stadium, rename the team, just just throw the whole thing away if they lose to
1: Jacksonville. The Rams are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. They need to win to stay out of that possibility of being lower, right, so they could be the two-seed and get the two home games against the 49ers. The 49ers need to win. Divisional game. Do the Rams win that game, or does San Francisco go there and not need help from from Atlanta?
0: It depends on who's playing. I don't I don't trust the rookie uh to get this done. Um I, I really don't, um, especially, you know, with with Kyle Shanahan trying to trying to orchestrate that young rookie who has wheels. Um it sounds good, but I, I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I think they understand what they think. I think more importantly, outside of uh, Matthew Stafford, I think Sean McVay understand the importance of this game and the positioning uh, of being in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, um, I think they're going to definitely come in uh, very well prepared. I think you're going to see OBJ do what he's been doing over the last couple of weeks, helping this football team out like they hoped. Um, and, and they'll get the win. Uh over the 49ers I just so you have I the Saints, don't see how so so have the Saints in getting in again. then
1: you have the Saints getting in then surprisingly yeah <laughs> I, you know what to me when I looked at the lines I agree with you because Vegas a lot of times tells me certain things that are going to happen the Chargers in probably the most important game of the weekend in in, in reference where you could win and get in The Chargers are a three-point favorite at Vegas. You're going to think I'm crazy here after we just spoke about Herbert. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Vegas is going to win this game. I really do. They showed me a lot of gumption last week going into it. They did.
0: They did. Hey, Vegas has got to get one this weekend. And this one, I, I'm with you on this one. I, I'm not going to disagree because I do have that feeling. I don't know what it is, but when I watched him last week, um, you know, I think people have been really hard on Carr this, this year. Uh, he's done, you know, he's done a, a, a solid job given the circumstances this team they has been lost, under.
1: Lost rugs. Yeah. Waller's been I mean, either not available or even hurt after the first three or four games. Yep, His number one receiver really has been Renfro, who, by the way, has had a phenomenal season. He's balling. Jacob Jacobs missed a couple of games. You know, Carr has been getting a lot of negative publicity, being knocked a lot over the last couple of years. You got to tip mm-hmm. your cap to that guy this year. He's gotten it done. And not to mention the whole off the field situation with the head coach, you know, and, and all that stuff that went on. Right. You know, this isn't like baseball. This isn't like baseball. We're in the middle of the year. You could just fire a coach and it, you know, firing a coach in football is drastic.
0: It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It is a huge deal. Um, it changes everything. Um, and, and, you know, to, be, to have an interim coach for them to be in this position is pretty remarkable. Um, I think it gets done by defense, though. I think they hang in there. I think something, I think turnover, a turnover or turnovers is what's going to cost the Chargers this game, and I think you're right. I think Vegas gets the win on this one, and uh, the Raiders, the Raiders get in <laughs> for John Madden. How about that? There
1: you go. Dude, Janae, man, I appreciate you coming on and giving me some time. I know you guys are you're busy, um, you know, so uh, I appreciate you.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate being on man. always love being on and talking shop with.
1: All right. You've been listening to the Sergio Rodriguez show, a show unlike any other.